0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to War of the Stars, a Star Wars podcast. Coming to you, as always, from deep within the Outer Rim, far beyond the watchful Eyes of the Galactic Empire. My name is John Mark Tolley, and i got to give it up to my co-host, Garrett, for holding the rain down, holding the rains down for the last couple weeks, and uh, doing an excellent job, I have to say, of filling in uh, for the main hosting duties uh thank you so much garrett for just helping out while i was on a uh, special assignment for
1: the rebellion <laughs> um uh, it was no, a lot it was... what was that it was a lot of fun i uh, it's been a while since i've i've hosted a uh, podcast by myself and um hopefully it wasn't awful <laughs> it was not you
0: probably did better than I could I've tried to do a few uh a few times by myself and it's I, I don't know i I have to have that someone to bounce off of into conversation um yeah say, you know type I, of I ended up
1: of. i ended up heavily scripting my uh my what I was doing with the episodes just simply mm-hmm. because like if i sat here and just rambled on for like 20 minutes or so, like, I'd say nothing intelligent. <laughs> like uh, You'd yeah. be like, oh, yeah. we
0: got to get rid of this guy. I I tend to, especially if it's a, if it's a topic or uh, something that I'm somewhat passionate about, I tend to rant and tend to go off into tangents. So <laughs> I would probably have to be the same way, have to heavily script because it would just be a a tangent about how stupid how people certain people are stupid or certain things yeah anyway (laughs) let's not get into that uh but no it was a really good vacation uh it was really fun got to do a lot of really exciting things and um beautiful part of the country if you're ever down in kentucky it is a beautiful beautiful country beautiful area down there i've never had Uh, the opportunity to go to Kentucky but I it's was like, really it's really pretty yeah that's what I've heard that whole that whole northern Kentucky uh, Cincinnati area is very is just so beautiful Um just definitely 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 try to definitely try to get down there we miss I found out we missed a comic-con Uh there was a there was the uh, Kentucky Comic-Con was in Louisville just few days before we were there Uh, So we just missed it. Uh, Anyway, uh, today we are going to be talking about some of our favorite side characters. You know, the the main characters of always get most of the love in most movies, but, you know, it's to flush out a world, you need these secondary characters, these kind of side characters that can flush out. Flesh out the world, uh, make it more believable, and kind of give um the main characters either something to fight fight for, or fight with, or against. Um so yeah, that's so what are we talking about? So uh well, I mean, what do you
1: what are your some of your favorite side characters? Um uh? You know there are so many characters in Star Wars, it's really kinda hard to to peg it down if i'm going with i mean just from the the uh from the uh original trilogy um one of my favorite side characters by far has has got to be R2D2 because i mean mm-hmm. he, technically i mean he's part of the main cast but at the same time yeah he's kind of a side character cuz he's 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 like a sidekick um mm-hmm. to, say, to you know for without you know too much of uh of any other way to describe him but r2 is i mean for one he is he is the the most foul-mouthed character in the entire saga because they bleep out every word he says says. yeah Uh, but no he like he's a courageous spunky little droid uh tons Mm -hmm. of personality um, there, I mean, by, my, one of my favorite scenes is when Yoda is digging through Luke's stuff on you know, on Dagobah and starts. He pulls out that lantern, and R two and is in a tug of war over a stupid lantern. Yes, and, yeah, and yeah. Yoda, who should be like the most reserved, the most calm and collected of all the Jedi, is sitting there like just beating on this droid that my, he very really well. Yeah, who? who and your, like, it, yeah, and, and now with with the retcon of of the Clone Wars, like these are two characters that should have known each other by this point. They should have recognized each other.
0: Yeah, just, yeah.
1: It's like oh, it was, oh, I think
0: it's interesting because I think even even George has has gone on record to say that R two and C three PO, especially in the original trilogy, are kind of the eyes of the audience. Yeah. They're kind of that character through who... And it's also interesting that R2 is the only character that is pretty much in almost every scene. There's a few scenes where he's not in, but any of the major scenes, yeah, R2 is there. He is.
1: And somewhere. Well, I mean, um, and and to be fair, both he and 3PO are the only two side characters... That show up in all all nine of the Skywalker. Nine films. movies. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and no other character can say that. Not even Luke Skywalker. Not even no. Obi-Wan Kenobi, who's in at least six of them.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And if you can't rogue one, R2 are in, R2 and C3PO are in seven.
1: Because and they show up ten. in a
0: scene, at least, uh, yeah, they show up in Rogue One, yeah, so that, just that, a brief, briefly, ten movies, right? but they do show up,
1: yeah, that's 10 movies, yeah, um, that's and and that's more than any other major character, um, mm-hmm. so yeah, I R2 for sure is definitely one of my favorite, yeah, side
0: yeah, characters. I I I don't know, I, I it's hard for me to if I want to consider R2 a side character, I. Because I think of side character... I don't know. I Like, I would think of someone like... um, Yeah, I guess you could kind of consider him... I think you could almost have different levels of side characters. You have a side character like that, um, and then you have a side character like a uh admiral Ozil or a captain nita or yeah but a, those are almost, um,
1: i mean those are almost tertiary characters because remember. like they they don't yeah, really true. have much of a story arc they're just there to serve a purpose very briefly true
0: true and true they're, that they're is true.
1: some some dialogue um and and that's about now,
0: it what about um and i my i my brain has gone has gone uh I have had a bit of a brain fart. He was the admiral who took over after Nita. He shows up in both Admiral Piet. Piet. Would you consider him a side char- uh, a, a
1: I, just a know, character, what, or him, a side I character? Would, he shows up because, in both movies. Yeah. He yeah, I I would say he does have a little bit more of a side character status. Um, simply yeah. because he goes from being a loyal subordinate, you know, who's of a, you know, medium to high rank to being given like the highest rank in the fleet.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: he does the best that he possibly can with the task that he's given, although yeah. he's woefully unqualified.
0: He was the only one. If you think about it, though, he was of all of the admirals and captains. He survived <laughs> Vader. Yes. Yes. And he made a mistake. <laughs> he made a mistake,
1: and he lived to tell well, about and, it. And the, the funny thing is, is that Piet made a mistake, but he owned up to it. He didn't let yes. his ego get the better of him. He didn't try to lie mm-hmm. to Vader. And that's the difference with with uh, Admiral Ozel is that he specifically violated. It wasn't just that he made a mistake. He violated uh, Vader's instructions. He violated what like they supposed to be doing. Yeah. And so yeah. that that resulted in him being penalized in by far the worst way. <laughs> oh. Was it
0: Yeah, yeah. He's as what was the uh he's as stupid as he is clumsy.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yes. And yeah. yeah. Um what about from the prequel trilogy? Are there any side characters mm. that stand out to you from there? Um.
0: Hmm. Um. Oh, the uh, the captain of the um, the uh the, the guard of um. What was his name? I can't. I can't remember his name. He was the captain of the of Queen Amidala's guards. Which one during episode one? Yeah, he was in episode one and episode two. He was the uh, captain of the Naboo Guard. Oh, um, uh, Captain Panaka. Captain Panaka. Uh, he shows up in in, uh, several of the, uh, extended universe things that came out afterwards. Um, I mean, I I think we got to talk, um, Palpatine's right hand. um, I don't know. It's it's that's really really hard because again, where do you draw the line between a side character uh, and a oh, um, Padme's double? Yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, I think him? that could be a good. One. I mean, considering what you know. Yeah, he. Uh,
1: uh, the, yeah, the the. Padme's double who, uh, was who played by Keira Knightley, uh, of, yeah. of all people. Yeah. She like, she was an interesting side character because I mean, all we know about her is that she's loyal and that she is willing to, uh, she, she had probably the most difficult job of all the, the, uh, Royal handmaidens of, of Naboo. And that she is, you know, she gets to stand in for Amidala in the event that Amidala is attacked. Um, which is funny because uh, the other body double that that covered for Amidala in episode two was played by Rose Byrne, um, who has gone on to do a bunch of really cool movies and films, or movies and TV and stuff like that. Um, and uh, so, yeah, so yeah, having to work for Amendola, your body double has got to be the worst job ever.
0: It was funny. There was I saw a meme today. And it had it was the scene from uh the beginning of episode two where mm-hmm. uh uh Padme's ship is bombed and the body double uh her body double is is, is killed and her body double makes the comments like I failed you Senator. and she's like no you did exactly what you were supposed to do. Yep, you drew their
1: fire. <laughs> exactly. The yep. Um I don't know. As beautiful as Nebu is, I, mean, I do not want to live there. Yeah, <laughs> Chances no. are, I'm probably gonna have to double for somebody and get blown up. <laughs> um. But,
0: well, let, let's go movie. Well, let's go movie by movie and let's see what we can find. Uh, episode one. Boss Nass. As much as much as you can say anything about he's obnoxious, Gardner but Banks. yeah, no, he's he, Boss he Nass makes, was uh, great. Um,
1: he does. He was.
0: Yeah, yeah. The um you have I like ba- yeah, Boss Nass. Who else was a good side character in, in episode 1? Um Darth Maul. I mean, can we consider Maul
1: a side character? Oh, absolutely. I mean, he's he's there. I mean, he's he's an antagonist, but he's only in the he's only in the movie for like what, 5 minutes tops. And so, yeah, that. it has and what one line of dialogue,
0: two, two. He has the uh, uh, or I maybe make, it's I just one, week. but it's broken into yeah. two statements. Yeah, unless we will, uh, reveal to the
1: Jedi, unless we will have our revenge. Yeah, and uh, so he he makes for a good side character, which is so funny um, because as quiet
0: as he as quiet as he is in the in a in the movie, he is just the opposite in
1: Clone Wars. he never shuts up oh I know right and and that's the funny thing is like he, like his he becomes so hell-bent on on taking down Kenobi it's like dude Kenobi! You're, you're mad because he cut you in half he did exactly what he was trained to do I mean yeah. who's the one who should be holding the grudge Obi-Wan who you know Lost his mentor to your blade, or you because you got cut in half and left for dead. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, I mean that's the dark side
1: for you. Yep, 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 yep. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, um, I, I it, yeah. as far as episode two, I think by far one of my favorite side characters, I mean, and Jango Fett makes for a great side character. He's he's very he's he does. very interesting, but Zam Wessel... Like hmm. that character, like she gets virtually hardly any screen. Like they made a huge stink about her in the, in the toys uh, back in 2002 when, when the figurines were coming out and the, you know, you could change her face and all that. But, but then, and they made another stink about it with regards to the Lego pieces that were coming out for her speeder yeah. and, and for her as a, as a mini figure, but at no point, like, Like, there's no background other than what you see on, like, Wikipedia or in some kind of, like, you know, book or something that's been published by Lucasfilm. And that's it. We get nothing (laughs) of her backstory. We get nothing of, like, what her skill set is, where she comes from, nothing. And, like, Mm. such a – so many questions, and none of them get answered, like, on screen. We have to read a book about it. It's like having to do homework. Yeah. I think
0: where the the side characters really shine – isn't until you get into the Clone Wars TV series, and then you have a ton of really great uh, side characters uh, that show up. You know, from not in every episode, but show up from episode to episode. And I think some of them would be great. In live yeah, live action. Oh, like, I I, I would and love to see Hondo like... live action. Oh, Hondo would be so hilarious oh, he, to see. He, that guy's a character, um, man. Just to have him show up. In like if they do a season two of Obi-Wan does to have to randomly
1: show up, it's like Obi-Wan! Well, from what I understand, they're not going to do one You're for uh, C3PO, but uh you know, I, I was curious I, I'm I'm curious to see how how it would go. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So now
0: would you consider, Mike. um I mean, if you consider, like, who do you consider main, the main characters? Uh, obviously, Luke and Leia, and Luke and Leia, and probably Han. Mm-hmm.
1: Are you, uh, Chewie, <laughs> would you consider Chewie? I, I would consider Chew, Chewbacca, because, like, if you look at the, the promotional material for the original mm-hmm. film, like, the, the pictures were of those four characters almost exclusively, with the exception of Darth Vader as the antagonist. Um. Yeah. And, and that was that was kind of by design because you have cuz like everything looks better in a quartet. Um mm-hmm. although as far as actors doing dialogue they they were just dealing with, you know, the three with with Harrison Ford, Carrie Fisher and and Mark Hamill and what's I mean, it, and it's you know, famously been said that uh that they were casting the same time as they were doing the casting for carrie and so carrie fisher and um disney space like both read for leia they both read for for carrie in in that film um and then obviously you know we got the casting we got but i mean we almost had kurt russell as as han solo at one point we almost had william Cat as luke skywalker okay which would have completely thrown everything for a loop because, you know. Yeah,
0: yeah. They remind me never to travel back in time and change the the, the
1: past so that so we have that. Um, oh, don't remind me. I'm, I'm spoil. I I almost want to give a spoiler alert for the Flash. When, you know. uh, I was thinking the same thing. Yes. Oh, so you've seen the movie? I so just you know. watched.
0: Yeah, we just we just got back from so You know what spoiler yeah.
1: alert I'm talking about?
0: Yes, yes. We we can talk about that off <laughs> off air. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, as you can see, I'm wearing my DC. I did uh, see that. Classic DC superhero. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, I, again, here's one that I'm not sure if I would put them in a side character or put them in a main character because they technically were, in a lot of ways, the main antagonist of the original Star Wars, and that's Tarkin.
1: Tarkin it's is, is be- by far the biggest threat in in A New Hope, um, but he's also not. I mean, he is he both he and Vader are the main antagonists because Vader is is the yeah. Vader in the first movie. I almost feel like Vader's the heavy. Yeah, he's, like, the, he's, like- he's the heavy hitter. He is he is definitely the. I mean, Leia says it best that Tarkin is holding Vader's leash because once Tarkin is gone. Yeah like Vader is like he's in charge of the fleet. Yeah. There's there's which is weird because like you'd think with him being um being Palpatine's right-hand guy, he you know, he would be in charge of the fleet more often but you know, with the with the with the moffs, you have you have Tarkin being this um you know, he you know, he's the grand moff, so he's the one in charge of everything military wise. Yeah. And so, he, you know, that would make sense because at that point, Vader's no longer a military leader. He's more of a he's more of an enforcer assassin.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think I've talked about this in the uh, before. One thing I've always kind of found interesting that if you look at the original trilogy, there's only one (laughs) movie where Vader is the main antagonist, the main villain, and that's Empire. Yeah, and New Hope, it's Tarkin. Tarkin is the main villain. He's mm-hmm. the main antagonist with Vader, kind of the heavy. And in Jedi, it's the Emperor. Yeah. So really, the only one where you have Vader as the main villain that they're going up against
1: the main bad guy is in Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. yeah. Uh, at which, uh, well, and at which point with, with Empire, you've got vader and vader's whole goal is just to get his hands on on luke and just luke. uh yeah yeah you know, that's just oh, man, there's just so so much that you could that you can pull from with regards to these these uh um well let's
0: another one i just thought of is um mon mothma
1: yeah yeah she is a um, she's a very solid I mean, you only see her briefly in Return of the Jedi, but mm-hmm. when you have a character like that who's who's capable of commanding a room,
0: yeah, um, yeah, you and- get
1: so much. You you learn so much about her in
0: just a few lines of dialogue, in the way everyone else around her acts. You you know that she's a person of some importance that she holds a lot of authority and that even people like uh, uh, Princess Leia in Han Solo seem to show deference to her, at, at least some sort. Yeah, like, and,
1: and, and Solo... You get who, the like, idea
0: that she is...
1: What's yeah. interesting is Solo, like who went from being like this... this um... Yeah, he just very cheeky, very, you know, disrespectful or, um, disingenuous character go, you know, you know, he was a washout from, from the Imperial military. And here he is one of their greatest commanders. Mm -hmm. And so I, I, I think that's kind of cool that, you know, in that transition for the character, he, uh, you know, you, you see how much he changes to the point where he's able to respect, uh, you know, Senator Mothma without ever really having met her before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, let's see, who else? Who else do we got? Um, I would say Job of the Hut makes for a great oh. character because I mean, like he's oh yeah. he's an antagonist, but he's a side antagonist, and hmm. like he's I mean he's like every description that you get of the character, he is vile. He is awful, um, and he was. I mean, for the fact that he's a puppet. I mean, mm. fi- I mean, literally, not not figuratively as a character, but like just the 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 design of the character as a puppet. That I mean, they they bring so much realism to this character. Like he could he could really exist. Yeah, show, wow. yeah, definitely, definitely, it's brutal. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, and what what makes a good to you? What makes a good side character from
1: a writer's point of view? From a writer's point of view, a, a good side character is someone that you want to get invested in.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: They're not just they're not just there to be a comic relief. They can do that, but side characters also they help out the protagonists um, hmm. in a way that is meant to be beneficial. They go about it doing their own thing. They have their own personality. They have their own quirks. Like When we meet R2-D2, he's on a mission for <laughs> His whole goal is to get to Obi-Wan Kenobi, deliver the message, and get him heading towards Alderaan. That is it. Yeah. That's, that's his only mission. And because of that, it takes him to Tatooine where he's looking for Obi-Wan. He is brought in contact with his last map with with his last master's hidden twin brother. Both of both of the both of these characters now being um you know the the last children of a Skywalker of you know of yeah. Anakin Skywalker slash the villain. Um, and it brings him in contact with a with a Jedi master that he has known for Decades, mm. and which is weird because uh, Obi Wan should have recognized him. I, Again, because of the you know because of the. Clone I Wars have a. I I actually I have. A, I think he did. What was that? But,
0: but he says I don't seem to remember owning a droid. He never did own a droid. That's true. He never did technically. He never did own a droid, and his droid was R five. That's R two. Was so well, I then, think there's there's a way around that because because I I think there's more of a cheeky thing of like like I know who you are but he says I never owned a droid. There's always double talk and
1: yeah, everything's from a different point of view. You know, things Obi Wan. Yeah, yeah. It, it will, but, and, you know. And that's and that's the I thing. Like, that, Obi Wan, like it wasn't until after the Clone Wars that Obi Wan started obfuscating the truth with the way he said. Set- way he phrased yeah. certain things could we
0: consider obi-wan a side character of the original trilogy
1: um in the original trilogy i would say yes because like if you're looking strictly at the hero's journey as a story structure he is the he is the epitome of the mentor figure kind of yeah. like how merlin was for king arthur because if you look at if you look at the overlap between arthurian legend and and uh star wars it's beat for beat almost the same story yeah. um and so you have this this mentor character who brings uh, uh, the hero into a, a larger world, and so um, so yeah, he is a, he is technically a side character, uh, especially for Episode Four. He, he is a tertiary character in Episode Five because all he does is is you know guide mm. Luke to Dagobah, and then he has that brief conversation as Luke is leaving for Cloud City. Um, and then he becomes mm. he's a, he remains a tertiary character in, in Return of the Jedi because he only has one brief interaction as a force ghost, and then he the next yeah. time you see him, he's not saying a word. Yeah, the um, well, I, I guess if you're doing that, you could look
0: at Yoda in the original trilogy as kind of a side character.
1: Yoda is a side character through most of the franchise. Um, yeah, he 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 does. With the end of episode two, after his big fight sequence with with Dooku, he does go from from being a side character to to more prominent character. But he's not the chief protagonist because the chief protagonists for the trilogy were primarily – well, in the first film, it was primarily uh, Amidala, Qui-Gon, and uh, Obi-Wan with with Anakin as a tag-along. Um, when you get to episode two, it's Obi-Wan and Anakin and Amidala. And and then same for episode three, but you get more variation because you get more time with Yoda. You get more time with Mace Windu, both of whom are side characters, but they're prominent side characters because there's a a point and purpose to it. Um, They're not as tertiary as someone like say Bail Organa, who hardly has any screen time and, you know, you know, he only helps out once in a great while.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, what about in the, uh, over we talking prequels, um, Palpatine? I wouldn't say, Pal. I would not say Palpatine is, is a. Cause he's not a prominent, I mean, he's a prominent character, but he's not a main. He's not.
1: Well, here's the thing. Are, he's, 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 he's somewhere in the mix between side character. main antagonist and here's why he's the main antagonist behind everything that's going on he's the one that created the need for the blockade in episode one he's the one that generated the need for the clone army he's the one that is stripping the uh the republic of all of its freedoms and thus converting it into an empire Mm -hmm. um into a dictatorship, and and while you have other antagonists working for him as the primary antagonist, like the Trade Federation, uh, and then Darth Maul, or right. uh, Jango Fett and the Geonosians and Dooku, uh, and then you know Grievous and the rest of the the Separatists, the he is the overarching nemesis behind the scenes, and it's not until it, it, I mean the audience knows it but it's not until episode three where it becomes beyond evident. Yeah. Um, and it's like, yeah, it's, uh, it, it, it's, and that's the, the fun thing about side characters is that side characters can bounce back and forth between being prominent or, or tertiary or being pro- uh, protagonists or antagonists wherever they fit in. Mm-hmm. I mean, in my books, for example, I have a character that's introduced in book two, who is a side character. He's a, he's a, he's a secondary character for sure. Um, and he barely pops in as a tertiary character in book three, but in book four, he is the protagonist. He's the central figure. Mm-hmm. So, depending on the story and and what kind of story you're trying to tell, characters can shift and change their, their responsibilities based on what the story requires of them. Yeah, definitely. Uh,
0: Well, I think this is a good point too, as we're kind of getting to our, our, uh, our, uh, the time here. So uh, this has been a, a really fun discussion and I think we can, you know, just talk more, you know, more about stuff, something like this uh, in the future. So, um, why don't you, do, uh Garrett, tell the people where you can find, it. and also uh, tell about our our little adventure that we're going to be doing starting yeah. next month with our so... live. <laughs>
1: Yeah, so starting next month, uh, we're going to be doing a live stream in, in July, uh, which is going to be focused on a uh, the Star Wars role-playing game. You guys can't see it. I'm holding up the uh, second edition, revised and expanded edition of the Star Wars role-playing game put out uh, by uh, by West End Games. This is one of my favorite versions of the role-playing game, um, just because it's, it's super fun, super easy to play. It's specifically based out of the Rebellion era, which is where our... Our story is going to be taking place. Um, John is going to be playing a uh rebel pilot uh character that he is that he's been building. Uh, we have a couple of other uh guests who will be joining us on the live stream and they will have their characters. Uh, we will actually have them on the yeah. show in the future so you guys get to inter- get to introduced to them before we do the live stream. Um,
0: yeah.
1: and then we're going to be we'll, we'll just be playing and it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, it should be. I'm 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 breaking it up into five chapters for this for okay. this first campaign. Um, each month will be a different chapter. Um, still having to draft where everything's going to start, where how what I'm going to have you guys do, and and, and all that. But it's going to be fun um, based on the decisions that you guys make. So I'm I'm looking forward to it.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Me too. Uh, well, Garrett, why don't you tell the people out there
1: where they can find you at? yeah um so you guys can find me on instagram and twitter at gkj underscore publishing i talk about my books i talk about uh my show uh, which i'll pitch here in just a moment um i connect with other authors but my show is on youtube it's called the right way you can find my channel gkj publishing i'm the only one with that that channel name uh and on the right way we talk book recommendations we talk uh, uh we talk author interviews we talk uh, creative writing tips. Right now, I'm getting ready to close out an entire series on world-building writing tips um, using Ellen Brock's World-Building Bible. Um, so as of the recording of this video, I've got a top new top 10 video coming out on July 1. Uh, you guys will enjoy that. Uh, my guest host, Stormy Lewis, has a great list of book recommendations for those people watching.
0: Awesome. Uh, as for us right here, of course, you can get a hold of us by our email, that is warthestars1 at gmail.com. That is also our Twitter handle at war of the stars. All those social media you can contact us to search War of the Stars, a Star Wars podcast. We are on uh, Spotify, Twitch, Twit, not Twitch, uh, Stitcher Radio. Of course, uh, we are on the um, the new Spotify, it used to be Anchor Podcast for Spotify. Uh, pretty much anywhere find podcast are heard. If you want to support the show, patreon.com forward slash War of the Stars or go to our Spreadshirt shop and search War of the Stars there. Um, thank every- everyone for listening to the show. Like I always say, it's always so cool when I hear people or uh, people tell me they listen to the show, they like, enjoy the show. It's always so cool. Uh, but as for us, remember, this is not just my Star Wars This is not just your Star Wars. This is our Star Wars. Until next time, may the Force be with you. This is the way.